and welcome to the Movers and Groovers podcast. We are calling all Gen Zers who are thinking, I don't know how I want to do life, but I know it's not the normal way. We're talking all things lifestyle, career, purpose, and so much more. We laugh a lot and we might get a little woo-woo, but we're here for it all. I'm Skylar Saba, your host. You might've seen me on TikTok talking about sustainability or running my creative agency, Groove Street Creative. So get ready to move and groove with us and come get into it. Hello, and welcome back to the Movers and Groovers podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful that you are here listening. I know you have tons of options, so I really appreciate that you're tuning in with us. I am so excited for this episode today. I'm going to talk about some of my biggest lessons that I've learned this year and just reflect back on, you know, some of these things that I've worked through, it's been a really big year for me for personal growth and growth as a leader and a business owner. So I have been tucking this episode under my belt for a while and it's really on my heart to share. So this is like the perfect time for it. On that note too, this is our last episode for 2022. We have had a long, great run this year and we're going to come pick it back up next year in the beginning of the year. We have some really exciting episodes for you guys and I'm just obviously can't wait to share them with you. So make sure that you tune in, but I want to wish everybody a happy, happy holiday. We're going to take a break and I hope that you guys are too. Just connect with your family, connect with yourself, get cozy and enjoy this time because it's a very fun time of year. So I know I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I'm sure you all are too. It definitely, it came faster than I thought it would. I can't believe that it's the 14th already. Wild. Um, I'm about to go to a Christmas extravaganza castle. So I'm getting in the holiday spirit. And then I'm also going to talk about just some notes and how I set goals because I think I do it a little bit differently than most people do. And I really like the way it works. It's been very exciting for me. Um, I do them a little bit more broad. So we'll get into that. That way you allow room for miracles to happen and magic to happen and things to go not as planned in the best way possible. So I'm going to talk about that at the end of the episode. So make sure you listen all the way through because I know as we start the new year, there's a lot of goals and you'll hear a lot of this. So I just want to put my spin on how I do that. Yeah. So I want to start by talking about just how grateful I am for everybody's support and everything that you guys watch, engage with, listen to, follow, like it means the world to me. And I'm so grateful for all of it. This has been a huge year for me in terms of Happy Earth Habits and Groove Street. They both have blossomed into like things I never could have imagined. So this year I hit 50,000 followers on TikTok for Happy Earth Habits, which is crazy. If you guys know my story, that is so cool. Like my seven-year-old self or my little middle school self would be in awe. This was her dream. So I get to live that every single day and I just can't believe it. I gained 17,000 followers this year on TikTok, which is fucking wild. If you think about that, it's mind-blowing. Um, over half a million likes this year. That was another one that kind of blew my mind. That is crazy amount of likes. And so I just want you guys to know that none of it goes unnoted. I am beyond grateful every single day for everything. And in terms of Groove Street, man, thank you guys. Um, if you are a business or a client of ours, we are so, so grateful that you trust us with your design work as a business owner. I know how important it is to 
hand over and delegate, delegate parts of your business. So the fact that you guys trust us with that, I'm beyond grateful and thankful every single day. I am so excited for everybody that we've gotten to work with this year, just to see them blossom and grow and see their businesses grow and evolve and change. And just knowing that Groove Street was a part of that journey, it is so special to me because that is something that I love to do is I love to see these businesses grow and I love to get my hands on them. So I am just so, so thankful. And for my team, it has definitely been a learning curve having a team and supporting a team and being financially on the hook for a team as a leader, as a business owner. That's something that's really scary. And I think I am just very proud of how my team is and where we've come. And I would not have been able to do what I do without them. So I know they're listening and I really, really appreciate them. And like, it's just amazing to know that we are able to work in the way that we are. I know I was talking about this to my mom this week about how a lot of stuff you see is like, oh, you can't really be friends with your boss. Like there always needs to be uh, like a boss employee relationship. And that was something that I just didn't really want to subscribe to. And I definitely had that had challenged me a lot this year of being able to like still be a boss, but also be a friend with my team and still be the leader, but also listen to their opinions and hear them out and be there as a friend and support them through some of the stuff that they're personally going through and just like learning that fine line. And I just think that where we're at today has really evolved and grown. And we are at the end of the day, really good friends too all of us. And I just love that about our team. So yeah, that's my, I'm, I'm just so thankful for everybody who has been a part of this journey, whether you're listening or you're watching or you've worked with us, we really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much. And now I want to get into some of the biggest lessons that I've learned this year. Like I was talking about before, this has been a huge year of just growth for me. A lot of businesses don't make it to the third year and we're in two and a half years. So we're on that home stretch to be past that three year mark. And it's definitely the hardest year I think that I've had as a business owner because it's, yeah, it's just challenging. My team grew, our clients changed and evolved. Like we booked bigger and bigger projects. We worked with bigger and bigger brands. We had a bigger and bigger following and like just the stakes were getting higher. And I think with the stakes getting higher, there was a lot of personal growth that was required as a a boss, a business owner, as a leader, as a creator, like a content creator. And yeah, I've, I've worked really hard, honestly, and I'm very proud of where I'm at today. And I think a lot of these like lessons that I've learned, maybe they started in my business. Maybe they started in my friendships. Maybe they started in my relationships, but at the end of the day, like they all are connected and I've been able to bring them through each part of my life personally, in my relationships, in my friendships, in my business, in my client relationships, in my boss employee relationships. So I'm just, I think if you're listening to this, take a moment and just kind of see where you can apply these lessons to your personal life. Um, You might not be a business owner. You might just be a friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you can apply this in a lot of different areas. The first one is to talk less and listen more. I feel like this has been a big one for me. I think as somebody who is very outspoken, who has a lot of ideas, I've always been the talker and it's gotten me to where I am today, like just by talking. But I also realized that as a leader, as a friend, like in my relationships, 
some people need a minute to like process things. And also like some people just need a little bit of space and need a little bit of time or aren't as fast in conversations or processing things even like days emotionally, like you might need some days to process things. And I also realized like that was actually a weak spot for me was I was moving so fast that it was really hard for me to actually fully think through things or fully feel into things or fully understand things. And so that's just been something that I have really been conscious of in my conversations is talking less and listening more. Like I actually have bit my tongue physically to hold my tongue to listen to people like so that I can wait and actually listen to what people are saying or count to 10 before I respond because most of the time if you pause there's more to that thought that somebody's saying and I just have been really conscious of not like cutting people off or jumping the gun with things and I mean that is something that I've been practicing in my relationship my boyfriend's biggest pet peeve is interruption but I think that's just funny because that was something that I really it did not start in my relationship. It started in my work because I wanted to listen to my people, my team more. I wanted to hear them out. I wanted to listen to them and not always be the one that's like, okay, here's what I'm, here's what's going on. And yeah, but, but, but I hear you, but we're not doing that. Actually listen to it and understand and think about it before I respond. And that did trickle into my relationship and my friendships and all of the above. So yeah, talk less, listen more. And then on that note, also like be curious. I think it's cooler. (laughs) I said like, be curious, it's cooler. And that's something that like I have really been into is asking more questions and coming at things from a place of curiosity and not um, like a place of, I don't know what the other option would be, but just like knowing. Um, I was catching myself being like, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, but I know, but. And that was something that I really wanted to work on was and even if I wasn't saying it out loud it was in my head I would be like oh I know but like in my head and that was something that I didn't want to really do I think being curious and asking questions and following up and asking like deeper questions has opened up tons of opportunities in my business to like hear and see flaws or like blind spots I think also in my relationships being curious and just asking questions versus giving opinions and advice all the time like I just am at a point where I realize everybody is on their own journey and like being curious on how I can support them with that has been really really beneficial and it also kind of takes it off of yourself I'm somebody who wants to fix a lot of problems for everybody I think as a boss that's kind of how I'm wired is like okay somebody comes to me with an issue let's fix it and I think it's empowering for people to know that they probably know the answer on how to fix it and like I think that was something that we worked on in our team dynamic is just empowering people to take more of responsibility on their self and not having to okay everything with me all the time because I believe in them. I believe in my team. Like there's a reason that they do what they do because they're good at it and knowing that they have really great solutions and knowing that I might not have all the solutions and just hearing them out. I think together, that's how we make a really awesome team. So Yeah. Being curious is another one that I have really enjoyed doing this year and I will be definitely bringing it into next year. This was a big one for me too. This was, I would say one of the top three behind every shitty action is a positive intention. And my, my girl, Amy from breakthrough coaching shares this with me all the time. And she's like, behind every shitty action is a positive intention. Like behind everything that pissed you off, 98% of the time they were doing it because they 
thought there was a positive intention behind it. And I don't have specific examples right now on this, but I think just like the next time you're pissed off, try to put, not even put yourself in the other person's shoes, because I think that's not always helpful. When somebody's like, oh, put yourself in their shoes. It's not always helpful, but just know that there is a positive intention behind that action. Even though it fucking sucked for you, probably what is that positive intention behind it? And then go at it from a problem solving way of be like, okay, how can we actually get that positive intention to be followed through on? And it gives you an opportunity to one, express yourself and say like what you need in these situations. You can be like, I understand that blank was your intention behind this, but it affected me in this way. It hurt me in this way. It pissed me off in this way. Here's why I felt X, Y, and Z. So I think it just gives you a little bit more of like a vocabulary to communicate your needs and your boundaries and all of that in situations of conflict. And it also gives you a little more compassion in a way that's not like put yourself in their shoes because I'm going to be honest, like as a business owner, sometimes I'm not putting myself in their shoes. Like I got fucked in this situation or whatever, but what was that positive intention behind it? Well, the positive intention was X, Y, and Z. And it just gives you a different lens. And honestly, it's really helped me not take things super personally and have a lot more compassion. Callie's laughing. I don't know why she's laughing. Well, I'm laughing because... <laughs> we were fighting last night and I told her this. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Oh, that's... I didn't even talk about that. Like, when you're communicating your thing, if you fucked up, like, it's a great way to be like, I understand, yeah. like, I fucked up, but my positive intention was yeah, this. I how can I execute that better? You know what I'm saying? Or how can I make that happen? That was my end result that I was wanting. So, um, yeah, that was one that... Uh, it has really helped me like in family, in my family dynamic, my family is a little hot and fiery and we're very passionate and loud people. And there's a lot of love and it's lots of, it's very fun, but also like I get mad sometimes. I'm going to be honest. Like they're the ones who probably piss me off the most, but in the best way, it has helped me a ton knowing like there is a positive intention. Like, okay, next is giving yourself space, giving yourself a minute to like think through things, to feel through things, to get really intentional about things, to get strategic about things. This started in my business and then it trickled into the rest of my life. And I do have to give props to my boyfriend and um, also like some of the business owners that I got to talk to through um, the Happier Habits podcast this year. And just like in community this year, I've been able to see it play out. And I think a lot of times, especially on Instagram, you're being influenced to like move really fast. Um, you see these like business coaches, you see these people move, 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 content, content, content all the time, all the time, all the time. And just like it, it's exhausting. And that was something that like I just really wanted to back the fuck up, be logical, be intentional, understand, like really plan things out. I think Lauren really helped me hold space for this and like hold me accountable for this was to make sure that I don't just get lit up by something and I do it. I take a moment, plan it all out, understand like the geniusness in it and then make it happen. And I think that is also like, I found that in my life. Like when I really take a minute to slow down and be like, what do I really want to do today? And like, what's a more logical thing? I've just noticed it saves me more time. It saves me money. It saves me like energy to be intentional and to pause and to think through things. Um, my boyfriend is like Mr. Logic man. And that has rubbed off on me. I think a lot of times when I'd be having conversations about my business with him, he's like, Oh, what's a logical 
approach to this. Like, let's be logical and like, think about this for a minute. Example, you have a contract for this exact reason. Yes, they breached the contract and it fucking sucks, but you guys made like the logical thing was it was an agreement that you both made in case something happened. And guess what? Something happened. You have to hold them accountable to it. And I think like having somebody to walk you through that. And I guess like in that regard, I am a very feelings person. And a lot of times my emotions take over. And to me, like I have learned to move through the emotions, whether it's excitement, whether it's sadness, whether it's anger, whether it's anxiety, move through the emotion to get to a clear head and then lean into the logic and figure out things that are going to support that. And just like pull yourself out of it, look at it black and white on paper. And a lot of times that's really been helpful. I think even like in my relationship, when there's issues, when there's conflict, like let's be black and white about this for a minute. I don't know. I think it's also the masculine brain in a male female relationship. That's something that is hard because women or feminine energy is a little bit more dependent on the feelings and the emotions and the masculine energy is like very logical and very black and white. And so that's where you see a lot of conflicts. And so just understanding that and putting those like logic shoes on after I've moved through the emotions, like it's not that you don't listen to your feelings, you pay attention to them, but you then put, you move them through, then you put those logical shoes on and you think through things. And that's been really, really helpful for me in every aspect of my life. My next lesson is to really trust the process and just know that everything will work out and you are supported. I think like it's really easy to be hard on yourself and to beat yourself up and be like, am I doing the right thing? Am I going down the right path? And I think there's just this level of trust that you have to have with God, with a higher source, with the power, like with a higher power, with the universe, whoever you identify with, you have to have this level of trust to know that it's going to be okay. And here's the thing, things are going to get scary. Things are going to get dicey. Things are going to get hard. And having this undeniable trust in things working out is how you get through it. And I don't know. I've been one who I like to say I'm delusionally optimistic and I just think that things are going to work out. And you know what? Here's the thing. They don't always work out, but usually there's something that you can learn from it as well. And I identify with God, so I'm going to talk about God, but you can replace this with the universe or source or whatever you identify with. But having that connection to God and knowing that it's all going to work out in some way and like God, it may be giving you a lesson in this and knowing that there's going to be something that comes from it. Even if something really sucks, even if something's dicey, like you're going to get through this because you have God supporting you and like the universe, God always has your back. And like just knowing deeply that you are supported, that delusional optimism. And then I don't even think it's delusional optimism, honestly, like it might be a little bit crazy, but it's way easier to just know that things are always going to work out. And I think a lot of times I had to see it to believe it. And the more I like flex that muscle, the more I trusted it, the more I like gave God an opportunity to show me that this is true, then it was easier. Like, I don't know. And I know that's a little out there. It's a little woo woo to talk about, but I think like, for example, sometimes I wouldn't know how I was going to pay my people. I didn't even know if I was going to be able to pay rent. And like, just knowing like there were things that were set up to support me in that as well. Like I knew that I was supported. I know that like I was going to be taken care of. And yeah, there were months that I didn't, I cut it close and I like, I'm 
I'm thinking of specifically a few months ago when I decided to opt out of something with a client and it was like a little bit more on the generous side and it kind of fucked me in terms of cash flow and the way that things worked. And I just knew like, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is the most from my heart option in this situation. And I just know that God has my back on this, even though it's sketchy, even though it's a little, it's cutting it close. I knew that it was going to be okay. And sure enough, it was like, we made that money up right away and I, I didn't have to worry about it, but it was just something that I knew it was going to be okay. I learned a lot from it. I learned a lot on like a lot of things. And I just think with brand deals, with all of it, you're always supported. And I think that is really important to know in terms of like, even with employees, like I think a lot of times in a team dynamic, people come and go, people are here for a little bit, they're here for a long run. And just knowing that there is a reason, there's lessons to be learned in that. And like, you're always supported. Like, I mean, we hired two positions this year, hired and filled them. And those people just came to us like in a way that was so magical and exciting and divinely orchestrated. And they were the perfect fit. So yeah, I think that is really cool and important and just knowing that things evolve and when you tune in and when you follow your heart, then you are able to like trust. So yeah, flexing that trust muscle and just leaning into that and knowing that it, it will work out. That has been something that I've always done, but it really like removed a lot of the stress and anxiety from it. Like I think that is the big lesson from it. And I've talked about that before of like just taking that leap of faith. But having that knowing really helped me manage my stress and anxiety around everything. When things got hard, when things got dicey, when things got scary, that was like what I leaned on. And it really helped me with just managing my nervous system, my stress, my anxiety, all of that. Okay, the next two are just, I have two more. They're kind of more overarching generic, but I think this year I really leaned into taking breaks and resting and having a little bit more fun and slowing down and enjoying life and like getting away from the computer and setting a little more boundaries around my like creativity and my creation and the energy that I put out and making sure that I had enough time to recoup and like really lean into things because I am living the life of my dreams and I don't want to miss it because I'm so worried about what's coming next. So just really being present and like taking time to rest and enjoy things and slow down. Um, that's a big one. Like I, this year was a year that I really didn't work late into the middle of the night. I'd say there were, I could count on my fingers how many times I worked past eight o'clock this year. And last year, 2021, I could not have done that. Um, I was working till 10 30, 11 30 every night. And so that is a big thing for me. And I think it's really helped me actually be more productive. And then the other one is just to do what makes your heart sing. Even if it's not normal, I think pushing those limits, it's a little bit of that delusional optimism coming in and just knowing like, yeah, this might not make sense, but this is what I'm feeling and trusting that you have the power, you have the opportunity to shift and change the way that things are done in terms of how you're employee boss relationships look in terms of how your company runs in terms of how you work like in terms of what your relationships look like in terms of what 
your friendships look like, what your family dynamics look like. Like you have the opportunity to shift and change that. And it doesn't have to be the normal way. It can be whatever you want, as long as it makes your heart sing. And I think when you do that, when you use that as a guide and trust it, then buckle up, get ready, let the magic happen. Because that's really when the cool stuff starts to go is like when you push the limits on doing things differently. So yeah, I've seen that in my relationship. I've seen that in my family. I've seen that in my friendships. I've seen that in my actual offerings of what I offer as like to make money. I've seen that in my videos. I've seen that in my like employee dynamics and relationships. Yeah. So it's really cool to see. I'm going to briefly interrupt this episode with just a quick plug. I wanted to mention our strategy sessions. We are going to be running that two for one, buy one, get one deal throughout the holiday season because we are just so thankful for you. And we know that this is when a lot of people do planning for the next year and there's like upcoming things and they just need a little bit of support and backup. And in our strategy sessions, we've actually up-leveled them. So you're going to get a lot more notes coming out of it. You're going to get a lot more content and strategy coming out of it. And yeah, you get Lauren and I to bounce ideas off of whatever is on your heart, on your head, we will help you create a strategic plan that is super creative, super authentic to you and your brand and help you execute it and get you a game plan. So yeah, that's where you're going to get a little bit more content because we realized that that was something that we could add is more of a game plan, an actionable list, things that we can help support you on, resources that we've created and provided based on things that we've talked about. And we'll curate that specifically to what we talk about in that strategy session. So make sure to check out the link in our bio in the show notes and on our website to book that. So we will be running that now and make sure to check it out. Now let's get back to the episode. All right. So now on goal settings, I think I checked off most of my goals this year in terms of the way that I set them. I would say they all got checked off. Um, So I think that goals are super, super important because it is a great benchmark to see where you're at. And I think it's really important to have benchmarks in your life just to make sure that you are fulfilling yourself, I think. And there's like a, it's a self-worth thing for me personally is like, okay, am I doing good? Not, not in terms of myself. And I think a big thing for me is like when I lay my head on my pillow at night, I want to fist bump myself. Like I want my higher self to be like, nailed it. And I think with your, with the goals that you set and the intentions that you make, that is a great like benchmark to do that. So I set my goals in a little bit more of a broad way. This may or may not work for you. I think if you are into human design, I know we've talked about it a little bit, but it's a great way to just understand yourself a little bit deeper. And they talk about how there are specific manifestors and non-specific manifestors. I'm a non-specific manifestor, which means I don't need to have every single detail of something when I'm manifesting it. Some people do need to have every single detail. So just check yourself on this, but I just want to open this conversation up for the people who might not identify completely with those like check very tactical (laughs) goal lists because I do it in a little bit different way. So on that note, if you are more of a specific goal setter, I think like it's important to understand like I'm going to talk about this, but when you make these goals, maybe do them a little bit more short term so that they're not as overwhelming because I think when I get into this, that's something that a lot for me is the overwhelmingness of these goals. So 
whether you're specific or non-specific manifester, I think just know that and pay attention to it because it's going to help you really refine how you write these goals and how you curate this list for yourself. But I do think like goals are super important. They're a great benchmark for just checking yourself so that you can high five yourself at night and just be on the right page and be like, yep, I'm good. I'm on the right track. I'm doing this. So my number one thing is I set goals based on feelings. I figure out how I want to feel around a certain thing. And I, that's my goal that I set because what it does for me is it actually is not anything specific. It allows room for growth and opportunity and the magical surprises that can come along the way. And I think if you like, I want to feel blank around my finances. For me, it was something like, I want to feel confident. I want to feel secure and I want to feel like I have a good understanding of my finances. And that was something that I worked really hard on this year. And I feel really strong about it. Like I, I got an accountant. I worked with like some people in terms of like understanding investing and understanding how to best manage your money and all that kind of stuff. So I read books on it. That was something that I really, really wanted to do. And I feel like I can just check that off in terms of like my team how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel around my business? And like, I like to look at every part of my life and then I create a feeling around that. And I set that goal. And I think that's a really good way to come at it. If you're more of a specific manifester and you're somebody who likes those tactical to do's, I think that it's important to separate them out a little bit more in time chunks. And the farther away it gets, the less specific you get. Because you don't want to like cock block yourself. I don't think that's the right word, but cock block yourself in your goals or like feel defined in your goals or suffocated in your goals because you set them to be like this very specific thing and something shifted and changed in your life. And then at the end of the year or in six months, when you go back and you reflect on it, you're like, well, I fucking suck because I didn't do that. Or like you, you kind of feel bad about yourself. I heard this thing on a podcast and I cannot remember what it was. It might have been, I'm not even going to try to guess, but there's a study that shows like if you put too much stuff on your to-do list, you're over time, you're going to have less self-confidence because you're not checking everything off on your to-do list. So like that's why people recommend putting three things on your to-do list and that's it because there's a guarantee that you're going to check those off and then you're your scale of self-worth that you have in yourself and the amount of like how much confidence and how much you believe in yourself is much higher because over time you're proving to yourself, I can do things off my to-do list. And I feel the same way about goals. If you have to look at them and be like, "Mm," even though logically you can go, I understand I pivoted, I shifted psychologically, energetically, there's a little bit difference of energy there and a little bit difference of a feeling that makes you go, hmm every time. And I just feel like it's super important to tune into that and understand that and realize that when you're setting your goals. And then I think it's also really important to check in on your goals throughout the year, every three months, check in on your goals, edit your goals. If they shift and change, that's okay. Let them shift and change throughout the year and see where they go and and keep track of it. I think one thing that we really miss out on is keeping track of it because you're showing how close you've come to that. Or you're also showing areas of improvement that you can improve on versus at the end of the year, looking back and being like, "Mm, that didn't happen. And so, yeah, that's my little tidbit on 
setting goals and achieving goals. And it's been something that I've been doing for a few years now. And I really liked how it plays out in my life. So I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope everybody has an amazing holiday and a happy new year. And yeah, keep us updated. Let us know. DM us. We're going to be posting a question box on our Instagram for topics and things that you want to hear about in 2023. So make sure that you're following us at Groove Street Creative on Instagram to submit those topics. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know what to do. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Groove Street Creative, GrooveStreetCreative.com. And if you would like to work with us, squad at GrooveStreetCreative.com. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Movers and Groovers podcast. We have new episodes every Thursday. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a review or send it to a friend that might enjoy it. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Groove Street Creative. And if you're interested in working with us, shoot us an email to squad at GrooveStreetCreative.com. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out, Groovers.